When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. We are back to wrap up transfer deadline day. And right on the deadline, Lee, Newcastle complete the signing of Joe Willock from Arsenal. Um, I mean, they left it late, but it's through. What does that mean for Newcastle United and the options that Steve Bruce now has? Well, it leaves him with a very congested midfield battle now. And I would I would imagine that having agreed to deal with Arsenal, it was done on the basis that he's going to play games. So it means that there's going to be a couple of places up for grabs and about six or seven of them fighting for that slot. And it, it's it's a baffling one in some ways because Newcastle, they handed out long contracts for Hayden. They handed out a long contract for Shelby. Uh, Matty Longstaff was tied down to a two-year deal last summer and he was basically uh, told he was going to have a, a a career plan, a game plan of, of how he develops. That's without mentioning Sean Longstaff, who obviously has lost his place recently. So there's so many options with him in the centre of the park. Um, it's going to be very interesting to to see how that uh, that lines up. It certainly is. We've got a quote here from Mikel Arteta, the Arsenal manager. Uh, Joe is a young player with great ability who is progressing very well and we are happy with his continued development at this moment in his career Joe needs to be playing regularly at Newcastle United he's going to a very good club with a top quality manager and staff we all wish Joe the very best at Newcastle United until the end of the season and the sporting director at Arsenal Edu, their former player uh, midfield player also said something on the similar lines hinting that first team football seems to have been offered in whatever deal you know, Joe Willock has got there. So that is going to add an extra dimension, like you say, to the selection process. If he's been promised first-team football, it's uh, it's certainly going to be interesting going forward. Yeah, it is. And I think uh, from what we're told, you know, he's a type of player that, that's going to bring a bit of steel into the midfield. Um, and that's, you know, what Steve Bruce, you know, stated he was looking for. But, you know, realistically... It's it's how they're going to do that, and and it and it I, I don't know. It it just sends out as, as a, a mixed message because you know Newcastle like to say that they bring their own through the academy, they give people a chance. But this move to me, um, I'm, I'm sure Newcastle will will feel that they can win points with it. But it feels that Arsenal are getting the benefit of this um, more than Newcastle because. He's going to get that that experience of playing, and long term that benefits Arsenal. It doesn't benefit Newcastle. It doesn't benefit the the Longstaff brothers. It doesn't benefit Elliot Anderson, who's obviously you know just just arrived on the scene and could have gone out on loan to a Championship club. Uh, it, it's a strange one in many ways, but you know we'll, we'll give uh, we'll give the head coach a, a chance to to explain it to us in the next press conference. I mean, Joe Willock's quotes, um, again, they're, they're very well uh, put out. I'd like to thank all supporters for their warm welcome and messages so far. This is a great club with a massive history 
as I've grown up watching and I'll work my socks off for the team. I can't wait to see everyone and be part of the Newcastle family. I mean, that's what fans love to hear. Someone who seemingly gets what it means to play for Newcastle United. Um, and it, despite all the questions that will come out of this about the long staff, Sally Anderson, and who's going to start midfield, I think everyone will be wishing him well. Do you see him making an instant impact? I don't think he can play tomorrow. Is that correct? Because of the, how late the deal is. So it'll be the game after that. We'd be expecting to see him. I, I mean, from what I understand, I don't, I don't, don't even know if he's, he's actually here. I don't think a medical was needed for this one because it's only a loan. Um, there's certainly no pictures of him with the shirt as we normally seen, and there's no sort of uh, big interview, video interview lined up. Uh, it, it has all been last minute, and I think Newcastle, even if he was eligible to play tomorrow, I think they would, he would, he wouldn't be involved. Because you know the preparations for that game are done now, and we'll we'll see how it lines up. But it, it certainly will give the midfielders at the club already. It, it might just give them that sort of motivation to say, right, I have to stay in the team now, and uh, that's going to be very interesting to see the reaction tomorrow. Definitely, I suppose one positively is the fact that he has played a bit of first team football this season. Usually, when you you get players coming in in January on loan, like Bentelab last season or Danny Rose. They haven't played too much football, but you know Joe Willock's had uh, outings in the first team for in the Premier League, Europa League, so he should come in relatively fit and, and raring to go when he does get the chance. Well, I think he started one Premier League game, and as you say, the rest is in cup competitions, etc. So, yeah, it's you'd like to think he'd be. Be ready, but it's it's how these these players settle. How quickly does he settle? You know, moving up to the northeast, um, you know, finding finding somewhere to, to stay, things like that. It's it's never easy. It's never guaranteed. We've seen it before, but um, hopefully, hopefully this works out for the best. And I mean, just your thoughts on the the Chowdhury deal didn't didn't go through in the end. Steve Bruce, you know, admitted he was a player that he liked, and it, this morning, this afternoon, it looked. Relatively positive, but in the end, Leicester decided to hold on to him and promise him more game time. Will that be a big miss, do you think, to Newcastle? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was one they wanted done. It looked at one stage that they, they might have a chance of getting them both, and that really would have uh, that really would have um, you know made things interesting. And uh, yeah, another midfielder. But look, I, I think. There was probably other players as well in and around it. Brandon Williams was another one that the, they looked at. Um, there, was a, there was a few other names in and around it that some of them that which Newcastle denied. Um, I, th- I think for me, you know, my, my opinion was that they needed another another goal scorer in the squad, so you can't just keep relying on on Callum Wilson. But we'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll see where this takes them now. Indeed, and. and- we're at a window again where we say Newcastle still haven't managed to get rid of Lazar or Savé. Uh, a question, given that Yedlin's gone, there's that space now for a player of an elder age. I mean, it'd be unlikely that we see Savé, but there's Atsu as well on the on the sidelines. Could we see one of them maybe come in and, and fill that space, you think? Well, it was something that I actually asked Steve Bruce directly, and he said that he didn't, he, he thought that they were done in terms of their, their Newcastle careers. However, they haven't managed to get rid of them. So that means that 
that is a possibility. And out the three that you've mentioned, Atsu, Lazar and Survey, I mean, Survey, another midfielder. So that would, you know, you're chucking that one in. For me, I think Atsu would be the, the right candidate for that because he can play, he can play out wide, he can play wing back. Um, you know, he's, he can play a little bit further up the pitch in, in, in a centre role if needed. So uh, for me, uh, and he's also, you know, a, a low maintenance sort of character. Um, I, th- I think he'd be a, he'd be the pick of the, the three, but we'll see which way um, Steve Bruce goes with it. I mean, the other option they've got is that they pay them off the contracts the, the remaining of the six months, they come to a settlement. But for me, for, for the sake of a squad space, you would you would think about bringing one of them in. Just a couple more questions. Get off there. Um, I guess the number of permanent transfers that's very low, and um, this window just goes to show how much of an impact the pandemic's had in the budgets around the Premier League. Yeah, it was always going to be. It it's been a flat window. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually forgot that the window was open at one stage uh, the other week. Uh, I um, was sitting watching Sky and realised that there was about eight or nine days left. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, it is open. That, that's how flat it has been. Um, and normally you're rushed off your feet with, with the window. Um, it, it all seems to have been squashed into one day today, which is, has been very busy uh, for, for myself and for you. And um, the, at the end of the day, Newcastle, you know, they've emerged with one less squad player. So uh, it's <laughs> it is quite it is quite crazy when you look at it like that. But hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, it's going forward gives them a platform. They have they have cleared the squad a little bit more with Rolando Aaron's going out, um, with Yedlin going out, and you know, as I say, they've, they've got they have now they have got options to to bring in that other squad player with the three they've got, but. We'll see exactly which direction they go. Do you think the fact yeah. that the captain Elliot Anderson uh, suggests he might be in line for a bit more of a first team role, or would you expect him to go out and you know develop his first team football in the championship? Maybe. Well, that would have been the natural progression. We're talking about you know other clubs developing players, and you know Newcastle are going to be doing that with with Willock. Um, but for me. Elliot Anderson, um, he's, he's still a little bit raw. He has had a couple of, had his debut now and um, he's had a couple of appearances under his belt. So he's had a taste for it. I'm sure he's got, you know, he's hungry for a lot, lot more. But it's, it's where they're going to fit him in. Um, the fact that Sean Longstaff got left out the squad at Everton and Elliot Anderson was on the bench shows you the progress he's made um, in, the, in the last, you know, few months. He's been with the first team now since... September and he probably thinks he should have probably played a few more games. So hopefully, hopefully we, we will see more of him. But it's it, it's going to be. Uh, I, th- I think that the person need to get a they need to get a couple more wins under the belt in the next uh, few weeks. Make it secure, make it safe, and then they can maybe start experimenting a little bit more by giving Anderson a bit more of a chance. I was going to finish on asking you whether you think this has been a successful window, but I guess one loan signing makes a bit of a difficult question. So we'll finish with Gaza's question here. Decent signing, he says, in Willock, but do you think that they're left short in other areas? I mean, you've mentioned the forward area or another goal scorer. 
Um, what you, what you make of Gaza's question? There's it, you know, are there other areas where you think Newcastle should have strengthened this month? Well, you know, they still have got a, a couple of right backs and people, you know, a couple that can play left back. The one area that's worrying me at the moment is this centre back. Um, the cells didn't seem to be right. There's been problems with Fernandez. Um, Paul Dumitap, you know, he's been in and out. Who can also play uh, centre back? So Hayden's had to drop in there as well. Whether Steve Bruce sees him longer term as playing centre back, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I guess he's, he was talking about playing four at the back uh, today in his press conference. So hopefully uh, we'll see a settled formation. But centre back is a bit of a worry for me. There we have it, Lee. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, To you guys watching and listening, please subscribe to wherever you're doing so and enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, Head over to Chronicle Live and we'll bring you all the build-up and coverage of tomorrow's game against Crystal Palace.